Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 121 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, the year-end awards. Young Kings Wrestling year-end awards, 2021. We're back again, third annual. It's our third time doing this. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it's going to be fun. We got the Sovereign Soundboard with us. And as always, you can find us on pretty much every platform, streaming podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Radio Public, Podbean, all those, all those other ones that a lot of people probably don't listen to. But if you want to stick it to the man, you listen to these small time podcasting hosts and they got us. We on there. Uh, as always, I forgot my intro because uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the awards. We are here. Uh, if you if you want to leave us that five star review, go to iTunes. Leave us that five star review. Uh, I don't know where else you can leave reviews, but if you want to leave reviews everywhere else, do that. Get us, you know, get us our engagement up. Get us our, you know, cheat the algorithm. Get us up there. Get a, get us our our content views up. Uh, YKWrestling.com is where you can find all the podcasts. You can find the merch. You can find whatever else. And uh, I'm so excited. I'll switch up the intro today because it's the awards and we got Mr. 24-7 back. We got the Thespian TC Fontaine and we got Ravish and Regroup. We live, baby. What's up? What's up, man? What's going on? We here, man. And I I don't want to waste these people's time. Uh, We got a pay-per-view coming up next week. Day one. WWE day one. And I want to knock this out the way because we got the good stuff for them. Uh, let's get these predictions out of the way. Live from Atlanta, Georgia. We might see Trey Young make an appearance again. I don't know. Uh, let, let's run through these again. Um, six matches on deck so far. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss is the one that uh, I don't think people really care about. So I think we all know who's going to win that. Yeah. Not going to spend too much time on that. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan for the Raw Women's Championship. Who do y'all got? I don't like this because I feel like we just wasting time. They don't, they're not, they're not pulling the trigger. And uh, unless they, unless this is going to be the swerve of the night, I'm just going to be smart and say Becky. Cause if they, if they was going to do it, they might as well have done it on raw. It was like two weeks ago when they hyped it up so much, like, you know, going through the whole journey for, for living her career, that would have made the most sense, but I don't know. I, I need I live to win the Rumble. So do whatever you want to do here. She is not my Rumble pick, but Malik, who you got in this? Thank you. Um, before we go on, I just want to let people know I'll explain it to TC and Reek. I've had some type of disconnect with WWE lately. But um, so these picks, you know, take them with a grain of salt. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Becky. I, I've seen they've been doing a little bit with Liv, but I don't think they would have a title switch on this pay-per-view. So let's go with Becky. I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be different, man. Uh, I, I think I'm going to roll with Liv because she did not win. She was cheated, actually. 
uh, a couple weeks ago on Raw. We had the little angry live girl out there in the in the crowd. Uh, and, and she's kind of been showing some juice. You know, a few weeks ago, I was like, Liv sounds like a loser uh, going up against Becky. Like, she, she just not up the par with her. And she's kind of creeped up a little bit to that level. I can see her taking it, giving it this feel-good moment at this pay-per-view. And she'll drop it back to Becky at the Rumble, possibly. Uh, that's probably the, the best course of action here. Uh, next match, Edge versus The Miz. Who y'all got in this? Edge. I'm going to say Miz just because I think the obvious long-term plan is for Beth to show up later. Yeah, and probably set it up for something for Mania. So I think Miz will probably win the first one. Man, that, that's one thing that pissed me off. I did say I, I watched Raw for the past two weeks. Well, that's <laughs> one thing that kind of made me turn it off when I seen – what was it, last week when he was – on the show, and then he had uh, Maurice on uh, Edge stuff, and like Edge is literally calling out everything they about to do, and the shit still happened. Like I would, that's when I was like, you know what, I'm turning this shit off. I'm so upset. But ain't, ain't that different though from these faces just stupid? The thing about it, like the, anyway. the thing about Edge is like, you know, this was Edge. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some shit Edge would do. Yeah, that's just what because said, you man. become the cool dude. Don't mean you ever forget. The moves, you know what I'm saying? So I would just expected something, you know, different. Anything like I just didn't want to see that, like him still get his ass beat and like them in the middle of the ring. Like, like all right, cool. Yeah, so, I, I'm going with Miz though. Same reason Reek gave. Uh, WrestleMania season coming up. Miz and Maurice love to mix tags at WrestleMania. So yeah, they do. <laughs> that's probably it's probably the trajectory we're going for that one. Uh, SmackDown tag team titles: The Usos versus The New Day. Who winning this? I don't care, man. Put them guys in the ring. It's gonna be a great match. I don't oh yeah, for sure. It, it is. You, you was there for you was there for the for the street fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, One of my they, favorite they, matches. They gave it, they gave it away though, because New Day won the match. Was it last week? So I, I'm I'm pretty positive who's gonna win this. They won the last two weeks in the main event. They actually been outsmarting the hell out the Usos, so I knew they my guys, but uh, I might have to roll with the Usos on this one. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. Who's who's winning this? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Know. You know. I'm gone. Well, because I'm, I'm afraid. We we talked about this before, and the whole thing with them trying to drag this into a mania program and the whole thing with Paul getting fired. It's like, they, they got to do something to, if you really going to try to do that, you've got to keep people invested. So something crazy has to happen between now and was it March or April. So if you were going to do something like that, you could have Brock win here. And then he holds it till mania and Roman wins it back. But, I, I don't know. I just I don't feel like Roman is gonna lose until Mania if that were the plan to go with. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna stick with Roman. No contest. I think that might be the result. Keep you know that they they love doing these these no contest results. Yeah. That way they don't you don't have to have anybody take the L. They can protect both guys. It's a bigger pay per view coming up. So at that point you probably. Put him in a cage or something. 
They were supposed to, weren't they supposed to fight in the cage like at Crown Jewel a couple years ago and then Roman got cancer and he had to drop the belt? Wasn't that supposed to be? It was, uh, it was supposed to be a triple threat. It was supposed to be him, Brock, threat. and Braun. Him, 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 and Roman did wrestle in the cage before. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, I they, think that was that was the year. Is before. that the one? Is that the one when it broke? Like, yeah, Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was after. That was after me in thirty four. Then the next year, Roman had one, and it was supposed to be the three of them in a triple threat. I know we just seen like several Hell in a Cell matches the last few months. But y'all can y'all can give me that with them. I wouldn't mind. But yeah, uh no contest for me. Uh and uh for the blah, 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 fatal four-way. Goddamn can't talk. Fatal four-way. Uh Big E defends a WWE title against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. Who's winning this? I'm gonna stick to my guns. I, I was on the on the board with saying that Seth was gonna win when it was one on one. I'm gonna stick with that. I think you know, all this extra stuff is just kind of uh, padded up a little bit just to make it a little more hyped up. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Seth, with the role he's been on right now and going into this next year, I think that there's plenty to to build up with him. He's been doing some damn good work with his character. And he was talking on, on Broken Skull Sessions how he wants to go into Mania as champ. So I think you could do something with that. And then you could keep Biggie in the picture. You could add someone else into it. You know, you got a lot that you could work with between now and in that time, who you got, Malik? Um, for what I'm seeing, I'm a. I think Big E's gonna retain. Um, I want Kevin Owens to win, you know, because that's my guy, KO. Um, but yeah, I think Big E's gonna retain, and they're gonna keep this going for a little bit while. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a roll with Seth because I have not deviated from my wanting Seth to win the WWE title since he won that ladder match. Might be TV match of the year. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, give me that. This this character Seth been doing, he needs a little bit more obnoxiousness to it. And uh, a championship would do or? just that. Or what? How much more can he do? You can get more obnoxious. Like, we saw how Bailey was. Bailey was obnoxious, and then she won the title. It was even worse. And she was worse the longer she was champion. Yeah. Yeah, she went deep into dark Karen territory. Yeah, so yeah, her, her and her and <laughs> Seth kind of parallel as, as characters go. So give me that. That's a fact. I need that in my life. Uh that's day one. That should be fun. We'll, we'll be back here for the grades and predictions on our next episode. But now the moment everybody's been waiting for, third annual. Young Kings Wrestling Year End Awards. And we here, baby. And uh, how are we going to start this off, man? How are we going to do this, rather? Uh, we all have our own separate picks. We don't have any, you know, we, we keep it independent. We are independent thinkers here. And I think it would just be kind of kind of difficult to come up with a consensus for all these picks because we're very indecisive people. Took us a while to figure out who we had. So we're going to reveal DC all and we're going to get it cracking. But first, first category that we're going to award uh, theme song of the year. Had some good theme songs this year. Uh, new songs, you know, Feel the Power, Big E, Hit Row, 
you know, they, they had probably the best theme song. And it's a damn shame that we only got to hear it for like what five, six months. But it's cool. It's still on Spotify. It's still on Apple Music title, whatever music service you use to listen to music. YouTube is immortal. So yeah. anybody going to have something is probably going to be on YouTube. Check that out. It's great. Uh, Diamond Mine got some good stuff. Ryan Danielson, he had a, a remix to his WWE theme song. They added some 808s. They added, they added some drums. Sound, it's, it's hard. Uh, we got the return of a classic. Per- I can't talk today, y'all. I'm so excited. Cult of Personality, CM Punk, and Adam yeah. Cole. That's our nominees. However, uh, anybody wants to decide on anything that's not nominated, they are free to do so. So we got it. Uh, who y'all got for theme song of the year? I'm going to start it off with Mr. 24-7. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Um, So my theme song of the year is none of us. The one I personally enjoyed hearing every time it came on was Jungle Boy's theme song. Hey, don't know the name to it, but I love Tarzan it. Boy. Tar- Tarzan Boy. Yes. All right, yeah, Tarzan Boy. That, that it was cold. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not a wrestling theme song. It's like a, a song yeah. that was that came out in like the eighties or nineties or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, I like the crowd engaging songs from like the Shinsuke Nakamura to Bobby Roode when he had his. So you know, I like that one. So yeah, it's my theme song of the year. Uh, yeah, that shit hard. Yeah. Who you got, Reek? Uh, I gotta go with Big E's. Uh, it was crazy too because at the start of the year when it first came out, I was like, eh, "It's all right, I'm, I'm okay with it," you know what I'm saying? But the more I kept hearing it, the more it was just growing on me. And yeah. then it definitely hit the hardest for me when Big E finally won the title. I was yeah. like, the next couple of days I was playing it. I'm like, "Yo, this is fire!" He was out there pumping that iron. And yeah, man. Too. I said, I got in the gym. I started playing. I'm like, okay, okay, this is it. This is it right here. This is it's the hard. one. So I, I I had some some difficulties uh choosing because I like good theme music like like the Big E that's a good workout song uh hit roll I was on the treadmill just going crazy to that I love it um Diamond Mine is hard CM Punk's is a classic like it just it bring me back to ten years ago when I was a you know spry young gentleman <laughs> watching Monday Night Raw. And this guy was my favorite wrestler in the world. So getting to hear it again, it it was it was dope. Uh Adam Cole got a got a good theme song too. But something something just clicked with me. I've never I've never worked out harder than I worked out listening to Hit Rose theme song when it first got uploaded on streaming. And and, and it just resonated with me in the year of our Lord 2021. The year of our King Xavier 2021 hit row. If you didn't know, now you know. It's a damn shame. Damn shame what happened to that thing. R.I.P. R.I.P. It's messed up. We we lost hit row's theme song. We lost Mark Henry's theme song in 2021. Mm. It's a damn shame. At least Mark Henry, we get to hear that again at some point in the future. But <laughs> yeah, the hit row might be lost in the sauce. Pour one out for them. Gone. Gone. Next up, we got our Lost in the Shuffle Award. And uh, this one, we we actually added late. And it's kind of self-explanatory. Who was lost in the shuffle the most in 2021? 
who who was kind of hot at one point in 2021 and they cooled off and you was just like what happened to that boy right we got otis which i mean otis is 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 coming up but we got otis miro what happened to that boy i ain't seen him in a minute is he is he all right uh apollo cruz ftr andrade and christian cage uh our nominees but it's a lot more where that came from but it's just what we're gonna rock with for now who do y'all have uh so i'm gonna go with miro because (laughs) my man was on top of the world and uh was killing it as tnt champion oh yeah then they took then they took the title off him to give it sammy and then this man got so embroiled in his beef with God that he just vanished <laughs> off the face of the earth. So uh, that that I'm not okay with. I'm not okay with it at all. You got to fix that. Malik? Mons was Apollo Cruz. I've always been a huge Apollo, Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I've always been a huge fan of Apollo Cruz. I loved him when he first came to NXT. Um, main roster hasn't been as great as I thought it should have been. But, um, you know, earlier this year, he, you know, switched his gimmick and everyone had high hopes for him. But once again, me reading in between lines and seeing different things, I was like, I don't think that's going to work. It's going to last, whatever, whatever. Once again, just seeing how things play out, let it play out. As normal, I'm disappointed. He's been lost in his sauce. I've seen him once you once I've seen him chasing after the 24-7 title, that was kind of like a stab in the heart. Just like when I've seen a was his name Herberto Carrillo, what his name is. Yeah, I was hurt when I seen him doing it. So, um, yeah, Apollo Cruz. Hopefully, you know, he can make a comeback. Um, honorable mention, Otis. I'm going to say it again. Him winning that Money in the Bank was the worst thing that ever happened to his career. But neither, neither here nor there, Apollo Cruz is my choice. That's that's a good choice. Uh, I'm going to roll with what Reek said, though, man, because I was a big uh, Rusev Day guy. I was a big Rusev guy before Rusev Day. And he got lost in the shuffle over there. He comes into AEW and he was lost in the shuffle upon his debut for months. Switches up from that gamer, whatever the hell that was, to, you know, God's favorite son. the You know, God's champion. And that was amazing. It was amazing work uh, that he did. Had a great match with Lance Archer. Uh, that was That was fun. Lost the title very anticlimactically to a guy that I just don't care for. So uh, it made it even worse for my guy to lose. And like we said, where has he been? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, after, uh, well, I, I'll talk about that here soon. But after the events of today on last year, I no longer speculate on, you know, where wrestlers are when they disappear on my television. I don't do that anymore. But I would. If he's healthy, if he's fine, I would like to see him on TV again. Uh, Miro is my choice. Miro needs to be on my television more in 2022, uh, if able. True. And uh, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate to be lost in the shuffle in, in, in general. Uh, now that's the damn shame. Unfortunately, we have to have this award because it's you can't feature everybody, especially when you have a roster as big as AEW's. And a roster as big as WWE's, if you can't show something that really makes them want to be like, yo, we got to put this man on TV, they're not going to do it. And even if you really show something, they're still not going to do it. They're going to, you know, 
Hashtag stop signing niggas. Yeah, hashtag stop <laughs> signing niggas. There's <laughs> not enough room. This ain't the territories. Like, hey, like ain't I said, nobody hey, coming in and out. No, make, make make that third major. Make that make that third major company. Hey man, so here's what we gonna do. Each of us gonna take out a business loan, and we gonna start our own company. With. Hey, I think it'll be amazing. Young Kings Wrestling is what we could call it. Oh, yes, sir. That's a good. That's a good ass name, ain't it? That'd be fire. <laughs> I'll talk it. <laughs> That'd be fire. Cut, cut the check. Uh, wherever you get business loans from, <laughs> <laughs> the bank. Whatever bank hand uh, out the best business loans. Cut the checks. Cut the check. <laughs> uh, next up, we got our Shockmaster Award for the worst debut in 2021. And uh, I think we should all be unanimous on this one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna state it. Go NXT champion Karrion Cross lost to one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but he probably shouldn't have lost this match on his debut on Monday Night Raw in about like a minute. If that with a roll up, yeah. Uh, Most devastating one of your one of your current oh, world champions. Oh yeah, this you know how many championships have changed hands in the last two years off of a roll up? Mm. A lot. All of the twenty four seven. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Damn near all of them. Uh, Nobody knows how Pat Patterson lost the title. Though. They didn't show that. This nigga just was champion, and then like thirty minutes later, he wasn't champion no more. So. Nobody knows. He the only one I don't know how he lost. Everybody else pretty much lost to a roll-up, though. Karrion Cross yeah. lost to Jeff Hardy on his debut as uh, one of WWE's world champions. And it was just DOA from that point on. And uh, because of it, Man. Karrion Cross is coming back to Las Vegas. <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget uh, the mask. Oh, nobody wants that piece of shit, brother. Oh, my God. Quote Karrion Cross himself. <laughs> Even he didn't like that shit. Trash. And the skirt? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I got, I got scared when I started seeing it at the tail end of his time at NXT. I'm like, what are we doing? What it's it's so funny to me how the way, like, not even just wrestlers, celebrities, like how the way they think, like how the way we think, how the way they feel, but they actually feel that way. Like, I was speaking to uh, – Leangelo Ball, and I'm gonna tell you guys what our conversation was like Hello. off air. But like everything I was saying as a fan for him, and like what most people were saying, he was like, "Yeah, that shit's right." That's how I was feeling. So we'll speak on it after, you know, off the air. But yeah, so like to hear Karrion Cross didn't like that shit when nobody else did, or just to me Keith Lee when he didn't like what was going on, but he told all of us to chill, like. Maybe, maybe, maybe we some people we don't. It's almost like some wrestlers look at it as, yo, it's a business and it's my job and I'm going to do my job because I get paid for it. I don't give a fuck how you feel. This shit is paying my bills. Yeah. Almost like that is the case. Then they turn around and shit on it. So it's like, all right. Well, yeah, they, they get shit on it after effect, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. They don't yeah. work there no more. At the time, they don't right. do their job. True. Some people don't stop shitting on it. It's just like, bro, get over it. It's been years. <coughs> Brett? <laughs> Jonah? <coughs> Moxie? Yep. Even motherfuckers that never worked there. <coughs> Eddie Kingston? Oh, man. 
that, that's some shit I don't understand. Like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah, for all intents and purposes, all these people, they have a valid reason to maybe bitch about it because they actually work there. You, sir, I think the closest Eddie Kingston ever got was a tryout. And maybe you feel better he didn't get hired. I don't know. I I don't understand why these guys, like those guys like Eddie Kingston, why would you even want to sign there anymore at this point? Like, you've seen what they've done with any other wrestler that's had a name outside of WWE besides probably AJ AJ Styles. Finn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Finn, I feel like he don't have, like haven't got his just do. I mean, he's won his championships, he's did things, but I don't know. I've always felt like I've wanted a little bit more from him. But I mean, they gave him a world championship his first pay per view, and he got hurt. Well, there's two things that's always going to work against him. And SummerSlam was one of them. He got hurt. The other thing is that he's small. They don't like small guys. They 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 he ain't that small. But, but I mean, so like in, in comparison to what. The, the prototypical type of guy that Vince goes for, it's like he will fight tooth and nail to prevent trying to push that type of guy over. Case in point, Daniel Bryan. It's like that that's not the type of guy he wants to push to the top. So it's like it takes all the fan reaction and outrage and guys backstage getting in his, their ear. So it's like that and him being hurt because Vince will yep. – one injury will have Vince labeling you injury prone. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a double whammy right there. Hey, uh, they're giving me the signal to wrap up this award backstage. So I'm just going to let y'all know the other nominees. Hit Row, Tegan Knox, and Leo Rush. Uh, you know, Leo Rush got hurt in his debut at AEW. Uh, <laughs> Tegan Knox was just there. And I don't think nobody cared. It, Hit Row, it was they debuted on SmackDown to very little fanfare. Wait, uh, then, no, Matt, Matt Seidel didn't debut this year. Was last no, year. it was last year. I said that too. We, we talked about that. We were that, talking about the nominees. That when we were going over them. I'm like, oh man, that would have been the one. Yeah, yeah Matt Seidel debut and Leo Rush debut was in the same match at the same pay per view a year apart, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, Carrying Cross, uh, you win an award. Uh, I think we just call him Killer Cross going forward. Killer, Killer Cross yeah. coming back yeah. to Las Vegas in February. Maybe maybe we'll be there. Maybe we won't. Home team. Yes, home team. Uh, Next up, this is my my personal favorite. This was the first award that I put on the ballot when I was, you know, coming up with these. This is my personal favorite. Uh, The player hater of the year. Player haters ball. Yeah. Uh, Let's read these nominees, man. Uh, Dewdrop. Y'all, the Dewdrop was hating on my girl Bianca for, for weeks. Took L's. Each and every week, Bianca hitting the KOD on Dewdrop was better than John Cena hitting the FBO on the big show at Madison Square Garden. Can't change my mind on that. I'm biased. I love John Cena. I like Bianca a whole lot more right now. I'll agree on that. Because John, cause John was, was, was strong like that. You knew that he had a bodybuilder background. You know what I'm saying? And he, Bianca just an athlete who's strong as shit. He F you Big Show in the past before that, too. So it wasn't really that impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did that. A lot of motherfuckers picked up Big Show and slammed him over the years. It, just, it stopped being impressive after a while. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dude Drop, Drew McIntyre. He's been big hating ever since he lost the title to, to the Miz. Which, I mean, I get it, but, like, bro, go on so Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville have been extreme haters all year long. Uh, Sonya Deville's big, big hating on Naomi. 
and uh, still has not got her comeuppance just yet. Adam Pierce got his comeuppance in January and decided to double down and triple down on it. So he needs to get his again. I'm waiting on it. Uh, Cody Rhodes is on my list as player of the year. I don't know why. <laughs> I, really, in the last couple of weeks, I, I am coming around to Cody. Just his ridiculousness. His ridiculousness is just admirable. <laughs> this man just randomly gave himself the TNT championship again last night. Again, with no build at all. It's funny. Uh, and Caleb Braxton. Caleb Braxton been a big hater of Paul Heyman for a while now. Uh, but who y'all got? Uh, Reek, who your play I, hater? I, I, I don't even know if I can call Kayla a hater. It's just, he's just a troll. She's just being a troll. That's Hayden. Uh, but <laughs> but I, I got to go with Sonya and Adam, mainly because of what you said, too. Like, you know, Sonya and this thing with Naomi, this has been – I mean, we've crossed so far past Karen territory. This is just blatantly harassing black women, and I don't like it. And uh, Adam Pierce, Adam Pierce, done got way too big for his britches over the years, especially when you started the year off getting punked on your show that you're supposed to be in charge of by Roman and everyone else. Now, now you out here spending Brock, thinking it's sweet. You threatening Big E with suspensions. You know what I'm saying? You just you got you gotten too out of control. See what he did to dominate. Yeah, yeah, man. That 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 Survivor Series thing was just out of pocket, and you know Drew had to pull up on you and let you know that it's not sweet out here. So, yeah, both of them together, Drew, these Drew authority figures, they got it. Yeah, Drew had that boy shook. Uh, oh yeah, who who you pick? My, which one is this? The, the player the, hater of the year. Yeah, you uh, you old guy. I, I ain't gonna call him the N word, but but you owe you old guys that <laughs> lost. Y'all failed. Ooh, I'm sorry. Quit hating. And it's a plethora of them. I couldn't just give it to one person because they all equally ignore, like, like you know, like get on my nerves. I can't. You know, every who, time. who are some people? Um, Jim Cornette. Um, what's that dude? Disco Inferno. Um, who else? Let me see. Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff. Like, to me, you guys hate everything about new wrestling but the reason why most of your your companies failed was because you still had your old way of thinking of wrestling and you still do no vince, russo, vince russo yeah vince russo still thinks wrestling is fucking the marvel universe and you can just do whatever um vince russo eric bischoff, still think is 1999 exactly eric bischoff once again me and tc he told me like he didn't really fail i could give him that but at the end of the day your company lost, nigga. When you came into WWE, you was the manager of Raw, but SmackDown was the better show, nigga. You lost there too. So, um, that wasn't on him. <laughs> hey, 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 he was the manager. I'm sorry, you was on that, that show. Nigga wasn't nigga. writing the show, nigga. You lost. That's oh well, you lost. Um, Jim Cornette, bro. We hey, that motherfucker. We don't motherfucker, care. We don't Jim Cornette. <laughs> like we don't care about it in disco inferno like nigga who are you again like what what do you do i remember you like as a child and i've never seen you again please stop bro jim still hey man jim he trained he trained some of our favorite wrestlers out here man. that's okay cool keep training them shut the fuck up just just train stop talking <laughs> that's it hey disco be hating though man you be big hate uh my yeah. pick man this this guy came out the gate hating 
he was gone. He, he was he was one of uh, Full Sail's favorite characters in NXT like two years ago, maybe three years ago. Uh, I wasn't really a fan of him then. He came out the gate hating on my boy, King Corbin. Got this man's car told. Was this a big hater? Cost him his crown. Uh, and still, I still was hype at SummerSlam when this man was playing the guitar. But Rick Boogs. Oh, I'm sorry, I did it wrong. Rick Boogs. You the player header of the year on my end. This bitch ass nigga. And we locked. <laughs> Tell Baron to pay his bills. He <laughs> the car won't get told. <laughs> when did we get that sound bite? <laughs> oh, that, that was that was one of my OG tunes. That was OG. Really? Yeah. Oh man, you should use that more. <laughs> I, I use it. So I use it. I use it sometimes. We need to use that more. <laughs> Blaming Rick Bulls for all the wrong shit. How is it not his fault? Barry Corbin was was living life just fine. Rick Bulls come out snitching. You come on the roster just snitching. I mean, you gotta. That's how that's how motherfuckers get put out. Grayson Waller mid style. Oh, don't get me started on Grayson. I can't stand him. That boy trash. I wasn't gonna get started. I'm just saying. That's how you get put out the locker room. You come in hating. You come in hating on the royal subjects. That's what happens. Aaron did it to himself. Nah, man. He everything was just fine until booze. Talk in the room. wrong place, you're gonna get caught by somebody. And he was the king. They was gonna let it happen. This nigga just snitched and said, "Oh, he oh, he overrode the authority of the people in the building to call the cops as a rookie. Get this man out of here, yo." Honorable mention player here of the year: Ikemenjiro. I don't like it. Y'all been putting him on the TV on my TV way more since I asked to not put him on my TV. Ah. I just don't want to see him. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know the category to put him in, but like. and listen, don't nobody take this the wrong way. It's not because he's Japanese, but the fact I had to hear this man as well as see this man this past week on NXT doing commentary. I didn't like it. Yeah, get him away from Kushida. Let Kushida do his thing. Yeah, I ain't didn't know with him. He should have got lost in the shuffle award too. His gimmick is terrible. It is bad. Everything, everything about that is just. And then, what was it? Uh, Takeover War Games. That was a nail in the coffin. Oh yeah, couldn't do nothing after that. Yes. I see why Malik don't watch it. He probably saw Ikemenjiro and turned it off forever. Yeah, which I don't blame him for. If you know, you know. Uh, If you know, you know. Uh, next up. Oh, I've been I've been waiting all year for this. Our peasant of the year award. My pack in the air is guess what? These peasants, few peasants. There was no deliberation on this. We all agreed in consensus. Sony India and Instagram, bring that ass here, bring boy. That ass here, boy. Woo! Y'all remember, y'all remember back in like February, February, which is also Black History Month, as a, as I was posting a lot of, of Black wrestling history knows, I, I put together these graphics, you know, I, I, I run the social media for Young Kings Wrestling. Yes, sir. 
and I put together these graphics highlighting uh, of black wrestling history. And I came across, I came across on uh on Twitter, it's, it's our pin tweet on Twitter. Uh, we, we did an interview with uh, Chris Bournet, the director of Lady Wrestling, which highlighted uh, the first black women's wrestling superstars back in the 50s, uh, Ethel Johnson, Babs Wingo, uh, a few other names that don't come to mind right now. And it's Black History Month. It's a black-owned uh, digital media brand that we got going on here. Yep. And a lot of the content was hosted on Instagram, mainly, uh, almost 10,000 followers, but... Going viral. Yeah, we, we, we was going viral, like, daily, daily. We was going viral daily. Hell and uh, a lot of it was, you know, granted, posting video, posting video content with sound for, like, full videos, full matches, that's that's copyright. That's not, that's not fair. Like... That's not fair to post other people's content in full and you, you know, getting attention and, and, and monetizing it. That's not cool. However, like a three second clip, somebody hitting a move on somebody, somebody coming out. I don't see the problem with that. Apparently, the people who bought the rights to WWE's content over in India, Sony India, apparently they had a problem with it. And just like Rick Boogs, they went and snitched to Instagram and they got our page shut down as we were about 60 followers away from hitting 10,000. And we have not recovered. Our listenership has gone down because our reach has gone down. Haters. In fact, y'all was player hater of the year too. But we kept that strictly wrestling. We decided to give y'all the peasant of the year. Y'all are the peasant of the year for 2022. Y'all are the peasant of the year for 2023 and 2024 and 2025 and ongoing. Until y'all give us our page back. Until you do right by us. Tell the truth. Oh. This bitch. I couldn't believe it. Cold thing. They be robbing the the art. With these copyright claims, why don't y'all just do like YouTube? Shout out to YouTube. You know what they do? I just did the uh, Rob Wave show and Rob Wave performed by your side for the first time ever live. And so I took the full performance and chopped it up a little bit, threw it on my YouTube. Guess what it said? It said copyright claim. But guess what it did? It didn't take my video down. No, they don't. All the ad revenue, all the money that's made from this video goes, goes to the to label. Ever, whoever, exactly, goes to the label. Why can't we do this for Instagram? Hmm? Yeah, they didn't give us a warning. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And, and here's the thing. They they got everything that was ever posted. They put marks on everything. And that's what happened. I couldn't delete them fast enough, bro. And, and the page was gone. <laughs> I want the page back, IG. And I'll be willing to compromise and take you guys' name off of this award. So y'all not immortalized forever. And under this folks, let us upload. Give us our page without without taking down the quality. Like, awesome. I wouldn't be willing to do that. Shit. Did it happen in February? It's we at the end of the year now. That, that's basically the whole year. They earned it. True. But I'll be willing to compromise so you don't get the award going forward. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Sony India, y'all staying on this. Y'all staying. Oh yeah, y'all got it. 
Y'all the ones that did it. Y'all put the work in to get that. Y'all, man. Rant over. I'm upset. <laughs> this is this is the last time I will rant about this. Instagram, y'all some hoes. Oh, yeah. And your mamas, too. Facts, bro. <laughs> Big facts. I'm calm. I'm calm, and we can proceed. Uh, we can proceed with the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, TV match of the year. Uh, we, we have some good, some good nominees for this one, man. Um, man, we had that uh, fatal four way ladder match on Raw a couple weeks ago. We talked about that. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins at the Garden on SmackDown. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. This is uh, the last time we ever saw Daniel Bryan. He had to he had to get fired. He was going to get fired if he lost, and he lost, and he got fired, and he showed up in another company. He got ran off to another hood, like the Fresh Prince. Uh, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole on NXT back in March. I don't know if y'all remember that. It was a banger. Kaylee Ray versus Miko Satomura, NXT UK, in March, March 4th. Uh, they had another match on like June 10th or so, I believe. It was it was fire too. Uh, and that was the one that Kaylee Ray lost the building. But the, the first match I thought was better personally. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, lights out, unsanctioned match on Dynamite. Big bleeding Britt. Casino ladder match on Dynamite. Uh, it was an October 6th. Hangman Page comes back as the Joker, wins the title shot, wins the championship. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage on the first episode of Rampage for the uh, Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander versus TJP in an Iron Man match for the X Division title. That, that was fire. Uh, Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Uh, it was last week, two weeks ago. Winner is coming. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was solid. Uh, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1. Technically, that match was a TV match because that show aired on USA. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at Dynamite Grand Slam or other. Uh, Reek, what was your TV match of the year? Uh, I had to take Britt and Thunder Rosa just because, like, I watched it at least five times. I did not see Britt as having that in her. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't think she was going to that extreme. We knew that long term she was going to be, you know, the face of the women's division and she was going to hold the title, but. I mean, this was the catapult that really sent her there ultimately. And then, you know, I think this was just before Thunder Rose actually signed on with AEW. And that's when I said, yo, if she's not under contract before the year is over, we're going to have a problem because I need, I need them to to, to run this back, have another one. Like you got, you have something here that just clicked, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that this, that competes with this match, but the, the, the visuals and the, the moment that it was, they sold t-shirts off of this, like, this this just hit from every angle, you know what I'm saying? It, it, they they did it. This was this was before we got crowds back too. So yeah, think about that too. Malik, my favorite match, uh, my favorite TV match of the year, um, to me was Pack versus Andrade. I forget uh what dynamite that was. Uh, Rampage October 27th. Yeah, Rampage. Yeah, it, every. I don't know. I, I still today like will go and watch that match just randomly. And for the past few years, I haven't been rewatching like certain. Isn't that one ending like disqualification? 
No, I think no, I think count out, double count out. No, I think Pac, I think Pac won, and then uh, um, popped in. I think Cody popped in or something like that. Oh no, you know what it was? No, Malachi, Malachi came. The first one, the the first one, one, Andrade won because what's his name ran in and oh yeah, 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 yeah. okay, yeah, and then the second one, Malachi ran in. Yeah, and then Cody. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about that match. It was such a good match that it was just like, man, let these niggas have a moment. But yeah, it is what it is. That was that was one of my, that was my favorite one. Uh, my my favorite TV match, man. Just I, I'm a big fan of Big Walter beating the shit out of dudes, no matter how big or small the dude is. Uh, Walter and Champa take over, stand and deliver night one. Did not expect uh, any other result other than the one we got, but it was a it was a fun journey. Like I said, I like seeing Walter beat the shit out of people, and Tommaso Champa has a very high pain tolerance. So, yeah. yeah, guys that got high pain tolerance versus Walter, great matches because Walter just gonna beat the shit out of them as hard as he can, Relax. and it's acceptable. So, For real. <laughs> give me that one. Uh, next up, next category. For the Young Kings Wrestling Year in the Wars 2020. My fault. It was Stone Cold coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I heard some glass break. Oh, man. I dropped something. Never mind. You, you, you drop your phone? Your, your screen break? It sounded like some glass broke. <laughs> no, it was one of these little metal screws I was oh, okay. on my desk. Okay. <laughs> uh, threw me off. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Something happened. Uh, promo of the year. Uh, our nominees, we got uh, Darius Lockhart's promo at NWA Hard Times 2. Uh, armed Anderson. I pull out the Glock on Dynamite, uh, September 29th. Apollo Crews uh, reveals his true Nigerian self on SmackDown on February 26th and Black History Month. Uh, also, I believe... Is the same damn night we got our page taken away, Instagram. But I'm not going, not going, not going to elaborate on that any further. Um, there was a segment on SmackDown uh, about a couple weeks ago on the 10th of December. Brock Lesnar, Sami Zayn, Paul Heyman, uh, probably the most entertaining segment on this show all year, uh, my opinion. Uh, CM Punk, MJF's Battle of Words the night before Thanksgiving. A 20-minute promo, the, the, the things that everybody hated WWE for doing, but AEW did it and everybody loved it. Maybe <laughs> because they finally did something like that and it was different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, we got a QT Marshall match right after that, so it, it did not hit as well as it could have. Uh, and then The Miz and Edge had some words that, that following Monday on Raw, and they are also nominees. We also got some write-ins, too. Uh, but... However, let's proceed. Reed, what was your promo of the year? You know, I almost gave it to Brock and Sammy just because of the pure entertainment that the two of them are giving us the last couple of weeks. But that Anderson promo, that armed Anderson, uh, the fact of the matter is my man embodied the spirit of everything that we all feel when it comes to Cody. He just let it all off. And it was the most, if you would have, try to list off all the things that you would guess Anderson would say, Arn Anderson would say, that's the last thing that would have been on that list out of like a hundred things. 
him saying that he will pull out the Glock, blow the guy's brains out. You he tell Cody that like, he basically bitching Cody on national TV. Oh, you would just 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 give them what they want. Give them the they pull up on you in the car. You just give it to them and go away. Like that's that's everything that we feel about. Cody. And the fact of the matter is, is that we just couple what 24, 48 hours removed from Cody winning a, yet another title for no good reason. No so reason. that that just kind of fueled me going with this pick even further. So I I, I give it to my man R. He's he a real one for that. Malik, I'm going with the uh, CM Punk and MJF. They, it was just you know raw. He not it didn't seem forced. Um, once again, the big and like not insulting people's intelligence. Um, seeing what fans have said and mentioning it in your program, like people's been saying all year. Um, MJF, Miz, blah, blah, blah. CM Punk, let them know. Nigga, this is what you is. Um, but my, you know, I think that was the best. I love what Miz and Edge did. Could they even mention it in their situation? Um, but um, my personal favorite was CM Punk when he was in uh, Long Island. And, you know, it's kind of it kind of brought me back to like when Brett went to uh, Canada. I mean, not Brett, when Sean went to Canada and he was like kind of trolling them about Brett and all that stuff. So I like that. I, me personally, I feel like they should go back there a few more times. I think after that promo, he's going to always be a heel in that, you know, environment. So, yeah. He should be a heel in every environment if I was booking the show. Man, I don't, I don't know why he's I'm not, not the Wrestling Observer you. Newsletter Booker of the Year, Tony Khan, so a loss. <laughs> a loss. Uh, my promo of the year, I, I'm rolling with Armed Anderson, yo. This this man, first, like Reek was saying, he, he resonated everything that we have felt about Cody. He said, you know, a guy pulls up next to you, and tries to rob you, you're going to give him all your money. You know, basically, in translation, he said this. This broke-ass bitch-ass nigga. But he said, me, what I do, I go get the strap and put it to his head. And <laughs> bye, bye, bye. And this man, like, 65 years old, and I believed nice. it because he is 65-year-old man. I think he from the South. Yeah, he got a gun. Of course he did. So... Hundred percent. Old white man from the south. He has a gun. Probably didn't use it a few times on some people. I, I, I'm sure at this stage of his life, he probably needs it. Yeah. Should have, you know, where was that energy when Malachi was kicking your ass? But <laughs> I'm not. Thanks. It's different. He different. Uh, Armed Anderson, you are immortalized, sir. Uh, in fact, Armed Anderson. You, sir, you a Hall of Famer. You you on the throne. <laughs> Talk about shooting somebody. Somebody said Westside Gun should put that sound clip in the song. I agree. I, I 100% Hell yeah. agree. Hell yeah. Yeah, he, he, was, he was talking that mess. Uh, next up on the list of awards, we got our breakout performer of the year. And... Uh, I'm going to hand the honors off first to my co-host, my 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 second co-host, right? Uh, number two in wrestling night trivia, the not number two. I'm sorry, number three, last place. He was last place. He was number two in our hearts, though. He wasn't number one like me. 
I was number one. I won. I set the parameters. He had his own. He he had his own independent choice. Uh, so Reek, I'm gonna allow you to first say who you were gonna pick, but I want you to talk about who you had to pick. Break out of the year. Who you got? So, according to this contract, uh, I have the obligation. I have the obligation to say Tony D'Angelo because, you know, obviously this new crop of stars in NXT 2.0, he has been one of the most featured. He's got a win at NXT War Games. Uh, Been improving a lot over the past few weeks. Promos are getting better. He's having some good matches, you know. You gotta, you gotta give the guy his credit. And that being said, <laughs> that being said, my true pick, deep down in here, is Tony D'Angelo. It's Mandy Rose. That's your true pick. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's my true pick because uh, I did not think that Mandy, when she came to NXT, was going to go half as far as she did. She came in here. Dyed the hair black, got herself a stable, ran the table, got all the belts. I mean, this 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 is this is peak Mandy right now. I didn't I didn't think that was going to happen, especially the way things kind of fizzled out for her on the main roster. I didn't think you know NXT was going to provide a much better response, but I mean she's she took the she took the bull by the horns, and she's really the the I'd say top two stars and in, in, in you know this this current version of NXT right now easily he ain't lying Malik uh breakout star of the year is uh Dante Martin this nigga has put on great match after great match with me every time he's on TV like literally when I know he's on the card I either set my thing to record the show or I make sure I'm at home watching it. Can't get enough of this kid. Um, I, you know, once again, Eric, you've listened to the show for the past however many years now. You know, I don't give a shit about anything else besides wrestling. If you can't wrestle, I don't care about your character, no matter what you can do. I just don't care. And my my guy, he can wrestle his ass off. Yes, there's a lot of stuff he has to improve on going forward, but keep wrestling. I'm really looking forward to this thing with him and Leo Rush. Hopefully his brother come back. They can start like a, you know, group, whatever. Let them niggas do whatever. Um, once again, I know I've said this before. Get them a, like, almost like an X Division type of title, Cruiserweight type of thing in there. You know a lot of guys do flips, whatever. But everybody can't do what he can. Everybody in the company of Cruiserweight. Yeah, sure. But, you know, every person don't honestly deserve, like, Brian, Pac, all them niggas. I would want to see them on a 205 Live. Like, no, nigga, you're supposed to be in the main picture. Niggas like him for right now. He, you know, he he delta. This nigga is flying. He he's doing shit that some people just ain't never seen before. So yeah, let 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 him do his thing. Dante. Hashtag Delta Dante. I like that. Delta Dante. Cause you know, top flight. Oh, you oh come hey, to check, hey, Tony. Hey, 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 don't talk too loud. They list. They tapped in. They are they tapped are. in. Uh my my decision for breakout of the year. Uh man, come on, man. He he why would I not choose the breakout tournament winner for breakout performer of the year? Come on now. He don't miss. Melo don't miss. 
And he about to be a double champion, two belt mellow. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's 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 inevitable. Uh, this guy, uh, you know, he he probably wanted to. I think he probably has the most experience out of all the younger guys that came in. Like this this dude was putting in work. Like for the past, like I think he might have debuted like five years ago, and he was great on the indies. Had a lot of fanfare coming in. I personally, you know, I didn't think he would be as good as he was because one, he's black, he's short, he's small, but he got he got the he got the total package. Like he got the it factor. He has the cream that rises to the top, that puts him above all these other people. Melo don't miss. Carmelo Hayes, my breakout performer of the year. Twenty twenty two is just gonna get better, yo. Like he he came out the gate swinging in twenty twenty one. Won the tournament. Uh, won the title from 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 Swerve, the North American title. He about to beat Roderick Strong at New Year's Evil as well. That's gonna happen. If it don't happen, we're gonna have some words, Shawn Michaels. But yes, we will. Yeah. yeah, come on, man. He is it's money. He money, money mellow. This guy is money for the future for years going forward. Uh, I'm a big fan of the guy. I'm sorry. I just got to put the guy on. Uh, but on the other end of that, we have people that broke out this year. Who do you think going to break out for 2022 uh, with the 2022 Royal Succession Award? Who's most likely to win breakout performer next year? Uh, we got Core Jade, Ivy Nile, Omus, Hook, the Creed Brothers, and uh, he's missing <laughs> – He's missing, but Veer Maha. <laughs> can I just say, can I just say, WWE's PR team, y'all all need to be fired. Because this man has been lost for about two and a half months. Ever since the draft, we've been seeing that the same old vignette for him coming to Raw for two and a half months. And you haven't found him. Like, y'all all need to lose your jobs right now. Go find this man and bring him to the show. That 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 is that is ridiculous. I gotta say that. All right, and I say who your pick is. Uh, yeah, who? The, oh, yeah. By by default, I gotta give it to uh, Cora because I mean, or Jay. Who else? Like, I, I I don't. I I think that everyone on that list has potential, but realistically, it, it just it just feels kind of unanimous to me. I mean. Whenever Veer shows up, I know they're not really going to put him over much. Ivy Nile could be a little, I'd say slightly above middle of the pack. Uh, Creed Brothers might win a tag title at some point in time, you know, just because they like to circulate their tag teams. And uh, who else was on the list? Almost. You say almost? Almost, yeah, yeah. I, I want to believe that there's something big in the cards for him, but. I mean, look, I, I can't, I can't trust him. I can't trust him like that. I really can't, and especially when he goes off on his own. Like he'll get us some squashes under his belt, but nothing serious. So just by default, I got to get the core. Leap. All right. So I know we talked about this earlier. Um, so I got, a, I got a question, right? Can I, can I throw a, like a little monkey wrench in the middle of this? So this is the person who I want to choose is a established wrestler. He was released from WWE, but since he's been released, I think this is some of the best shit we've seen from him. 
And I think next year is going to be his for real year. I want to say Matt Cardona. Oh, yo. See, see, we here. Yeah, we here. Yeah. I got a, I got a whole hot take about Cardona. I, I forgot to bring it up like two weeks yo, ago. Yo. I got a whole hot take about Cardona coming he in is, this coming year. I, I, I know this is I, I know this I know this isn't is in a, a category yet, but um he is the hottest indie star of this year. He's the indie wrestler of the year. We can, oh, can we easily, that? easily. You know what I'm saying? And I think like, no bullshit, year, easily. Like, like he's one of the wrestlers that I don't even want to see him in WWE nor AEW. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep going to Impact. Hey, maybe if they create that third promotion, maybe he could be the top guy because he has been doing some of the most amazing things effortlessly. He's been showing y'all what he's been telling us all these all these years, what he can do, and he's finally got the chance to do it from you know the Southern GCW. I think I mentioned it earlier this year with him and uh, Nick Nick Cage Cage, whatever his name is. I was like, yo, I'm really liking this. How they're building up there. Their uh, match. Ever since then, he's been freaking hot. Now I've seen him on on Impact. He's probably one of the only reasons why I'm watching Impact right now, just to see what he's doing. Honestly, I want to get down there and see some shows, get back into it. But yeah, Matt Cardona. I think next year he's going to be a fucking star. I had I had that like I, I I've been like just sitting on this for a couple weeks now. Like that that that's something I've been, I've been. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I waited too, because uh, the the Sportster did this article. It was about Cardona, and I, I actually I have it, I have it up, because I had I had to make sure I keep it for when we got back onto this, because I'm telling you, I just want randomly how Matt Cardona became the best heel in wrestling, and I, I said this from jump, right? The thing about it, guys. See, they, oh. they don't agree with you, bro. They, they oh. tapped in. Oh. And they they hacked in into, the your, they hacked oh. into your system, bro. Gotta go off and they have, but the promoters don't see it. Sometimes let, you gotta go me, somewhere let, else. Let me stop so, you real quick, Reek. Start over what you were saying. Your internet went up. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So basically, for a guy like for a guy like Matt, and it's like they really don't want him. Sometimes, to if they, they if they see themselves as a main event guy, oh yeah, for real, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, badass. I'm yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I never lie to you, Rick. They want you to be great. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. What what Rick was saying though, if uh, and I'm I don't want to speak for for him, but I will uh, just to keep this rolling so it's not a whole bunch of silence. Oh, you're back. Go ahead. Say go ahead. You, you said you, you can articulate it better. All right, we good. Yeah. Oh, I guess not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So, so for a guy, a guy like him, who you know. Oh, uh, you good? Go ahead. Go, you good? You good? We can hear you. We good now. All right. But All right. It, you know, in fact, <laughs> hold on. Basically, in fact, let's 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 just uh go on a real quick break and reconvene momentarily. Yes. A few moments later. I don't know who tapped in. They they don't want they don't <laughs> want Reek to be great. It's somebody out there Yo, who it, is on the indie scene and is like, no, he ain't the best indie wrestler. I am. And they they a nerd. So we're gonna find out who who is most likely on the indie scene to be a hacker. And we're gonna have some words with them. But Reek, continue. Yeah, we got to. 
We got why, why they why why they not tapped in? Oh man. Okay. So there's certain guys that you know obviously they they'll see themselves as bigger than you know what what where they're at. They they'll see themselves as a main event guy, but the promoters won't see them that way. So sometimes they gotta go somewhere else and they gotta you know put those credentials on the board for them. They gotta show you know what it is they can be. Matt, when he when he left, it's like you know the biggest comparison I would draw to it is like Drew McIntyre because you know they they both were guys who came in at that mid card level and they you know had a big upside but things didn't work out. Drew admittedly stated that he fizzled out because it was his fault. You know he had all the tools but he didn't do enough. And See, Matt, can, can I throw something in there with, with Matt? Yeah, go ahead. Um, with Matt, kind of like what we mentioned earlier when the fans had to really get involved for him to really get something, because I don't believe yeah. WWE ever planned for him to do anything, but just be the, the jobber guy, shut up, get paid, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like when he did that internet show, like I remember watching it in high school being like, man, put this nigga on TV. Damn, you was in high was school. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I was in high school. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was paying rent by that time. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, and so I, I like I vividly remember him when he won the title and all that stuff and the, the whole John Cena thing. So yeah, he's one of those wrestlers that we can't pushed. push that boy off the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But continue, but yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like in Matt's case, it, it wasn't his fault that it didn't work out. The the, the two three big things that you have to be able to do: you got to be able to wrestle, you got to be able to work the mic, and you have to be able to get reactions from the crowd. He was doing all those things. He got himself over with that show, his own belt. They, they, they got so hot to the point that they had to give him that U.S. title run. So it's like he has everything that, that's needed. But it's like, again, they don't see you at that level. So when he goes off to the indies, he has that whole thing with, with Nick Gage and GCW, draws all the heat in the world. This man was getting beers and bottles thrown at him and stuff like that. And then the, the biggest image that really caught my attention Outside of, like, now he's got a, an Impact title match coming up. But the biggest image that caught my attention was him showing up in NWA holding that belt. It's yep. like, that's yep. an image that's going to burn into people's minds when they, especially the real fans of this dude. Because say he goes off and wins that title, now you're having a whole different conversation about him that some people aren't ready to have yet. And I think, like, I, I agree. He, just, he shouldn't have to go back to any of those companies. But I think ultimately he probably will be back. But this time is going to be legit because it's like when you go back, when you see a guy go off and become a world champion somewhere else, it's like when you come back, you know the fans are going to be behind him because they already were to begin with. But if you come back now, yeah, I feel you. I I would be too. The thing about it, like I think with AEW, it's just too many of them. Like it's so many people now that they're trying to – that they're brought in. It's like – I feel like he would get lost in the shuffle, even though he would still be able to do what he's doing now. You know what I mean? Like with him, I, I hope he, they get these deals where, well, they're all independent contractors. Like hopefully they could actually be independent fucking contractors where, yeah, I can work for you, but I'm still going to be over here. I'm going to still be over here. I wouldn't mind even seeing the little belt collector gimmick with him where he captures the NWA, the GCW. The impact. I know we've seen it before and it's already been done, but if it's going to be one person right now to do it, it is him. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. I yeah. think at the very least he, he goes to AEW, he gets a nice title reign out of that. But listen, the biggest thing, I don't care what nobody says, 
all these guys, whether they get released or whether they stay, the biggest validation that they can ask for is that handshake and that approval from Vince McMahon at the end of a big show, a world title, or a WrestleMania. One of those three things will absolutely happen if Matt Cardona comes back, especially after however long this run on the Indies lasts for him. He will come back and he will get one of those three things because that's what guys get into this business for. I don't care what nobody wants to say about it. But 100% next year, Matt Cardona is going to be a problem on somebody's yes, show. Yes, sir. No more mid Cardona going into 2022. No, sir. He, no, he main event donor. Yeah. That that joke was that joke fell flat. Uh, <laughs> so that was a uh, that, that's our you know somebody's royal succession for next year, Malik. Uh, it's a good pick. Uh, so let's let's run through. I forgot to mention the nominees for breakout of Wait, the year. Who, who, who uh, did you pick? Oh, I, I oh shit, Corey J is my pick. My bad. See, we got all thrown off with the internet situation. We forgot. <laughs> uh, breakout of the year: Carmelo Hayes, Dante Martin, Tay Conti, Omus. Liv Morgan, Jade Cargill, Josh Alexander, Core Jade, Mandy Rose, Braun Breaker, or Tony D'Angelo. That was the nominees. Uh, Tony D'Angelo got one. Uh-huh. Carmelo Hayes got one. And Dante Mark. Uh, Royal Succession, Core Jade for me and Reek. Uh, Matt Cardona, he threw us with a wrench on this one. Yeah. And it was, it was actually made a lot of sense, and I agree with all of yeah. it. I just wish Matt Cardona was way more interesting on impact than he is off of television. That's my only problem. Yeah, the character he has now is not made for television. He's like a YouTube patriot. That's another thing. You fucking indie wrestling shows need to get a fucking YouTube show. I'm sorry. I'm not paying for these fucking pay-per-views 24-7. It's part of the reason why the company's not growing now. But continue. Sorry. That's true. Yeah. You're right about that. that that's the way of getting money, but damn. It does mean, going back to, so I'm kind of excited for that. No, nah, I, I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, I'll say it off air. Uh, tag team of the year. We had some good tag team wrestling this year in 2021. Uh, the new day they won themselves with 10 championships or 11. Is it 11? I want to say it's 10. I think 10. They got theirs. Uh, the Usos can't, you know, they got back together. They, they hadn't been together for over a year. They came back, they won the titles at SummerSlam. And Damn it, I was so hyped when they came out. I rapped their whole song. Literally, their whole song is three words. I rapped that shit. For the whole time they came out, I didn't want it. I didn't want it to end. I was having a ball at SummerSlam. Thanks. I was having a ball at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got the Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks, Toxic Attraction, Shayna, <laughs> Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax. I just... I, I just felt inclined to include them as the nominees. They were champions for so long. Uh, no, they're not going to win. But uh, due diligence, due diligence, uh, MSK, Imperium, the Good Brothers, and the Bullet Club. Reek, who's your tag team of the year? Uh, as much as I love the New Day, I got to go with the Usos. Now that since they came back together, they haven't missed. They, uh, they got yet another, I think it's what, six or seven. Uh, title reigns now and you know when you with roman and you on the top of the show like you the center of attention and you know jay was main event uso and it's like now that like this this the hottest stable in the game right now like you you can't you can't not get invested in this like that's the biggest reason why we watch smackdown now is to see the bloodline you know what i'm saying and 
you know, they about to have another banger with New Day because, you know, if you put the two of them in the they room, don't miss. It's, it's exactly it's not going to be a bad match at all. So, you know, sure. go like the, the entirety of the year so far, it's like it's between them and New Day, but I got to give it to the Usos just because they on another level now. Reek, who is your tag team of the year? I'm not Reek, but I'm Malik. <laughs> Shit, my bad, my bad. I'm, listen, I am on. I am used to only addressing Reek on this show because somebody don't be on the show as often. So pardon the hell out of me. <laughs> Yo, so my tag team of the year oh, is 100 everything what Reek said. But my my tag team of the year is the. Lucha Brothers. These guys to me just has not missed at all this year. Um, once again, like I was explaining earlier, I you know, the Usos to me, WWE of all time, top three WWE tag teams of all times, and you could put them in either position, one, two, or three. I don't care. Um, but Lucha Bros, just the just the competition level over there in AEW with tag teams, like they have so many different ones, like um from FTR to the Bucks. Um, it's it's like just a plethora of things they did. And then the stuff they did outside of AEW going, you know, all over the place. So Lucha Bros, but you got to, man, the Usos is like really undeniable. So like maybe this one for me is just going to have to go both sides. Like I, I, I can't pick. So yeah, yeah, they, they got to share that that crown with me. Sorry. Uh, I, I got a different choice from all you. Uh, one, I'm biased. Two, I have a certain criteria that may or may not count, but it is my pick, so it's going to count. The New Day are my tag team of the year. Like I said, they won titles. Record, record time champion, I think, in WWE. 11. 11. You looked it up? I I think that's the record. I'm not sure. I think somebody might have won 12. I think the Dudleys have 12 or 13. I think the Dudleys got 13. Um, like 2015 or so when they came back. Um, but yeah, New Day, I my personal great greatest ever tag team in wrestling history. Uh I'm biased. But the my my decision that that put the New Day over the top here, these guys uh were tag team champions. And then Big E won a WWE title. It counts. So New Day got two WWE titles under their belt. They got the WWE champion. They had the tag champions. What's up? I lied. They only got nine. Oh, they got nine? In WWE. Total is like, yeah, total is okay. like a million. 25, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the New Day, that's my tag team of the year, man. Uh, uh, what, what's his face? Biggie. Riggs theme song of the year. Uh, Xavier got some nice music. Kofi wrestling with Jordans. Yeah. Like the king of the ring. The king of the ring in the right hand. They got the king of the ring. I forgot that. So, yep. yeah, it's my tag team of the year. I'm sorry. Sorry if it offends anybody. It shouldn't. This is my pick. Don't offend anybody. I say, I say it shouldn't, but you know how people oh. be. You know, you know how these wrestling fans be. Can't, can't nobody have their own opinion if it don't line it's up. Not the place, this is not the place uh, to get sensitive. Honestly, honestly right the now. Usos and the New Day has been holding down the tag team division for almost what? Yeah, they have. What? So I know the Usos, Usos at least since what? Almost 10 years now, right? 
over ten years. Yeah, going on twelve. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they've held it down since then. Then a new day came around. Like yeah, can't get mad at that ever. Nope, they they lick man. Uh, earlier we, we talked about our TV match of the year, but let's talk about the pay per view match of the year. Uh, oh man, there's some choices on this one, and we got a lot of nominees. Uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov two at Takeover thirty six. Edge versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega at Full Gear. Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin ladder match at Takeover Stand and Deliver Night Two. The Young Bucks versus John Moxley, Eddie Kingston at Double or Nothing. Charlie Flair versus Rhea Ripley, Money in the Bank. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Crown Jewel. Shane Taylor versus Kenny King in a, a fight without honor at Ring of Honor Final Battle. Uh, if y'all ain't seen that one, I already told y'all a couple weeks ago, go watch it. It's, it's fire. Uh, and it, it's two two brothers getting a good spot on a, on a high-profile pay-per-view card. You can't be mad at it. Uh, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne at TakeOver Vengeance Day. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, unsanctioned match at TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2. Moose versus Eddie Edwards, Full Metal Mayhem at Turning Point. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair at WrestleMania Night 1. Kota Ibushi versus Naito, Wrestle Kingdom was a Night 1, I believe. Uh, in a Fatal Five-Way NXT Championship match, it was Karrion Cross, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, at takeover in your house. And it's still a lot more that aren't on that list, but God damn, what a great year of matches we had on pay-per-view. Uh, Reek, what was your match of the year? Uh, it's biased, but I don't care because we were there. Uh, Seth and Edge, mm-hmm. they had the match of the night. And I think one of the rivalries of the year, if we're being right honest, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Two guys who hadn't wrestled each other before, and they had chemistry that was just beautiful. And I mean, the, the, the entrances, Seth came out like you know MJ back in the day, and Ooh. Edge brought out the brood again with the fire. Like the match was the, like I said, best on the night easily. And then they had two more after that that were just bangers afterwards. Like it, it, it was, it was dope, man. It was like that. Yeah, that that's one of those those all time classics at SummerSlam. I, and it, this was hard for me because I was dead set on Bianca and Sasha being match of the year until I got to SummerSlam and saw that match. I just, I, I can't, I, I can't do nothing about that. I can't do it. I'm sorry. They already got, they already got an SP. What do we want me to do? They did. They, they got the SP. Uh, I, I would have loved to give them this, uh, but I didn't spoiler alert, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, y'all, y'all know my, my girl, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be like. But, Reek, something I do want to want to bring up real quick, sir. What's up? Uh, you said this match, Edge and Seth Rollins, it, it was it was a banger. And then we had two other bangers after that. So what you're saying is you thought a Goldberg match was a banger. Goldberg! I said no. I said the matches with Edge and Seth. They had two other matches afterwards. Oh, I thought you were talking about no. the two other matches at SummerSlam. Yeah, no, I thought you were talking no, about that no. too. No, hell no. Nah, uh-uh. I almost I got your head. <laughs> Reed, I mean, damn, I did it again. Malik. <laughs> um, my favorite pay-per-view match of the year has to be Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair at a SummerSlam. Not playing. No, I was about to say, <laughs> you didn't choose that. 
Reese's about to kick me off. Reese's. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. My, my favorite match was the Fatal Five Way for the NXT Championship at uh, Takeover in Your House with Karrion Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. All I'm going to say is, is, go and watch it. You know me. You know this is my type of match. I loved it. I've, another one I go back and watch all the time. Yes. I have not revisited that match since it happened, but it was it was a fun ass match. They crazy. Everybody's gone except for Pete Dunn. Yeah. Well, I'm still not convinced Johnny Gargano's gone. I'm still yeah. not convinced. But nah. Everybody else. Yeah. Nah, we I, I think we're gonna hear Rebel Heart at some point next year. That's a that's a yeah. toss-up for me. Uh my my match, uh, I feel like me and Reek chose a lot of the same things on this show here today, but uh, Edge and Seth at SummerSlam, the same reasons. Uh, I was there. It was the best match that night. It was the best match I've ever seen in person. Second best match I've seen in person was Uso versus a New Day and a Sin City street fight on SmackDown in 2017. But uh, Edge and Seth completely trumped over that. We had the entrances. Uh, like I said, best match I ever seen. And Edge and I've never seen Edge before wrestle in person. Like, I never had the opportunity to see him because he was either on the other show during a brand split that came to town or he was hurt or something. So it was it was fun to finally see this guy wrestle in person. God damn, he, he, he probably low-key the best wrestler this year. Maybe the best wrestler in wrestling, like, if you really want to look into it. And he's, like, 48 years old and he's just killing shit. It's, it's insane. Uh, big Edge stands over here. For your boy. So, yeah, Edge and Seth, that, that's my pick, man. Uh, so, next up, we got our, our final two awards here. Uh, I know if y'all listen this far, thank you. If you didn't listen this far, you ain't going to hear it, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Women's Wrestler of the Year. Uh, let me read these nominees off, man. Bianca Belair, Britt Baker, excuse me, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Mandy Rose, Mako Satamora, Raquel Gonzalez, Diana Perrazzo, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Kaylee Ray, Serena Deeb. Who you got, Reed? God damn, this, this is a hard decision to so I so I got no plan. It, it wasn't hard for me. I, I'm giving it to Bianca. Like, come on now. She won the rumble. She had what was almost main almost event my match of the year. Yeah, main event at Mania. Almost had my match of the year with Sasha. <laughs> and she was she was champ all the way up until August. Right, mm-hmm. uh, up up until that, she's still in the title picture. You know, what I'm saying having having some good matches with Bianca, uh, Bianca Becky, um, the triple threat in Saudi Arabia. Had the, yeah, yeah, I was about to say had, had that match in there with Charlotte with uh, not sorry, Sasha. Like she had she some still, good ones with Charlotte too. She did, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. that's right. She had the match with Charlotte, yeah, she had the match with Charlotte for the Raw Women's title too. So I mean, like she's not she's not going nowhere. And that that we made that clear in January. So like she also finally beat Shayna Baszler this year too. Mm, that's true. I didn't realize that. Yeah, like it, it was an anticlimactic thing, but yeah, I, I they would have made a big deal about it in NXT. They did not. But. Yeah, there's a disconnect. But now a lot a lot of people are close, but I, I got to give it to Bianca easily because because yeah. she was never supposed to be this. Like she was one of the the pet projects in the Performance Center. And now nah, she nah, she was her Misha from the jump. <laughs> she was her Misha from the jump. 
it just it just took a while. That that Triple H for some reason was afraid to pull that trigger, and he never did it. It's it's it was insane. But Vince pulled the trigger, bang bang. And I have a hot take on Bianca, but uh, I will I will wait. Malik, what is what is your? I don't I don't think there's nothing else left to say. I agree one hundred percent with Reed. Shit, is it unanimous? Like. Yeah, it is unanimous. Uh, okay. So here's my hot, here's my hot take on Bianca. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I, I was thinking about it yesterday, man, and 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 seeing how like they, she was just chilling. Like I've seen somebody say she was badly booked, which is some BS. She she was she was booked fine. Uh, they had to take her out the title picture for a little bit. She was fine. Like she wasn't she wasn't losing matches. She shouldn't have lost. Like she was winning matches still. Like she was fine. Um, the match was a do drop. I think. When she did the KOD on Dewdrop this past week, that was that was the you know I said this about Drew McIntyre like two years ago, leftover lasagna. That was that was leftover lasagna. They put Bianca in the freezer for a couple months and they decided to heat her ass back up again, and it still tastes good like it tasted back when the lasagna was first cooked last January. I think we can make some more lasagna at the Royal Rumble this year. First ever two-time Royal Rumble women's winner, Bianca Belair. That's my hot take for 2022. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about those Rumble predictions when we talk about the Rumble predictions. Uh, but our final award of the evening or the morning or the, whenever the hell you listening to this, uh, men's wrestler of the year. And it, it spans across uh, New Japan, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, uh, MLW. Slash FSW. We got some FSW guys on here because I'm biased, uh, but he he unfortunately got no consideration. I'm talking about Alexander Hammerstone. Shout out to him. He he, he a beast. Uh, Alexander Hammerstone is one of our nominees for men's wrestler of the year. So is Roman Reigns. Uh, so is Daniel Bryan slash Bryan Danielson because uh, he was killing us both this year. Edge, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Shingo Takagi, AJ Styles. Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega, Bobby Lashley, Big E. And it's still some people we left off. Damn, there's there some great wrestling uh, on display this year. But Mr. Ravishing Regroup, who is your pick for Women's Wrestler of the Year? So this was pretty simple for me. Uh, the significance of December 15th, 2019. Do y'all know what that is? December 15th. 2019. 2019. Uh, that is the day that our forever king, Baron Corbin, oh pinned Roman Reigns at the table, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view. And since then, our tribal chief has not been pinned. <clears throat> Trivia king. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, for that reason, and this was this was tough, but for that reason alone, uh, I got to give it to Roman Reigns because since that before he was even officially the tribal chief, he hadn't lost. Uh, now, I know a lot, majority of 2020 he was out, but when then he came back and within what was with it? new teeth. Oh, oh, oh man. Shiny teeth, shiny teeth. That boy well, looked like y'all, y'all watch Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, y'all remember Brian got his teeth knocked out? Yeah, that's how yeah, Roman he, popped up. He was a, the real estate guy. He was Roman, like Roman, <laughs> Roman came out there looking like Buddy Hill. Nah, that's a fact though. <laughs> but I mean, he came back and with the by, by the end of the week, he was Universal Champ. 
and he's been the Universal Champ since that time. He hasn't lost a match, uh, what, two years straight. I mean, I, I can't, I can't give nobody because no one else on this list has been undefeated for that long. So I just nope. for that and being the world champion, it, you gotta, you gotta give it to one, the the head of the table. He's that that guy. Hey, hey, real quick, y'all realize only Lurkin got released and Roman started doing this. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> My wrestler of the year um, has to go to uh, Brian Danielson. Daniel oh, switched Ryan, it up. Both of them. Yes, I did switch it up. Um, but once again, this might have to be a thing where they, both of these niggas might have to get it. Because um, once again, this dude has killed it in both companies this year. Also having a, a match with Roman this year. And that was amazing. Um, he just came, honestly... Has it been in – how long has he been at AEW? Since uh, three September. Months. Three months. September. Yeah. Three months. And he has two of their matches of the year. And neither one of them had to even fucking finish. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, just to do that and then everything he did in WWE. But once again, 100% what Reek said, Roman Reigns also. So it's like, I nah, can't really pick. Not going to pick. So shout out to my guys. Uh, to quote Mr. 24-7 uh, just about like 60 seconds ago, this might be a thing where both of these niggas have to get it. Uh, <laughs> and both of these niggas is getting it. I couldn't decide because, one, I can't not pick the Tribal Chief. I cannot pick Roman Reigns. It's uh, kind of impossible. Yeah, it's, it's really impossible. Like, he has not missed it all this year. He don't – like, none of his matches have been bad – uh, the matches with, with Kevin Owens back in January, great. Uh, the match, the match uh, versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, fantastic. The, the 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 triple threat at WrestleMania, like I thought the the main event the night before was great, but this one I was kind of putting it on par because like damn, like that was probably the best triple threat main event title match at Mania ever. One of them we don't talk about, which was my favorite until, you know, but, you know, the, the one with Daniel Bryan versus Evolution, that's, I think this was better, even though that story was better. This match was better. Daniel Bryan, on the other hand, like, I already talked about the two matches he had with Roman. So him and Roman put on probably some of my favorite matches this year. Come on now. And then he go to AEW and he go out there maybe like, a week or two after debuting and just give, you know, puts on this match. We've been waiting for years to see versus him and Kenny. It should have had a winner, but I'm not Booker of the year, Tony Khan. Uh, on the other hand, the match versus Hangman, the first 40 sec- uh, forty seconds, first 40 minutes were phenomenal. After we get the 40 minutes, I'm, I'm cooling down on it, but it was still a phenomenal match. Also should have had a winner, but I am not Booker of the year, Tony Khan. So there was no winning. But if I was, I would have had a winner in one of these matches. At least one. Had to. Preferably the, the one that happened more recently. But it is what it is. Uh, I cannot decide. Uh, I have a co-winner. These are my two. Like, Brian Danielson has just been going crazy. Uh, and, and if Seth Rollins wasn't a loser for, like, the first half of the year, he would have got it. Too. But he, he was losing. They had my man's losing a lot. Lost to Cesaro a couple times. 
uh, lost yeah. every match to Edge besides the one at the Garden. So he he was yeah. losing a lot. If he won a lot more, uh, I, I think when we do this show next year, uh, if you know, if we still doing this show next year, like maybe we don't have to do this show next year because WWE hired us and we do media for them now, putting that out there in the universe. So we might not be doing this show next year, but if we are, I feel like Seth Rollins is going to win this next year because uh, he's going to kick off the year as WWE champion if you ask us. Well, if you ask me. Me too. I agree. Uh, it was one of y'all. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the other week. Yeah, the other week. Y'all got, <laughs> y'all got similar sounding names, bro. You got to let me slide. Uh, Come on, man. Uh, that has been our 2021 uh, awards. I enjoyed it. But before we get up out of here, I want you guys uh, we got to have our predictions for next year. What is one thing that, uh, that you really either feel is going to happen or that you would like to see? What is something you would badly like to see in 2022? I know a few years ago I said uh, one of my predictions – for the new decade was that Ring of Honor wasn't going to be around long. (laughs) Ring of Honor supposedly is coming back in April. But supposedly. A lot can happen between uh, the end of December and the beginning of April. So we'll see. But what's something you guys would either like to see or feel is going to happen in this landscape of wrestling? You know what? I need Adam Cole to bounce Kenny Omega up out of the elite and uh, make his own undisputed elite, whatever you're going to do it, uh, between his boys, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and if the Bucks want to hang around too and be, you know, I don't need no, the Bucks in it. I don't need the Bucks in it. But Adam Cole <laughs> is going to run the show at AEW. He's going to be the champ. Uh Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly can hold the tag titles. Like they, they got to run the show in AEW. They got to have a run. Malik, that time. Um, I was literally going to say the same thing. Like Adam Cole, basically, undisputed era AEW. I want AEW to bring the six man tag titles to them. Like I think that would be like a different type of unique thing going on in there because they have so many three man groups, three man blah blah blah. Like all the, and they have so many tag teams too that all these guys can't win. Um, the other title was something I was saying earlier. Um, WWE, honestly, this is more great wrestling. Like, once again, I'm gonna give it a chance. I've seen all the new people they signed, all the college athletes, blah, blah, blah. Get them niggas a chance, you know what I'm saying? But if I don't like them, don't like, them. you know what I'm saying? That's that's all what it is to it. Honestly, you know me, I'm all about wrestling. So, hey, as long as more great wrestling, more great stuff come about it. It's cool, me. Uh, <clears throat> prediction. I'm gonna give a prediction and one thing I would like to see. Uh, predictions. I think I already said Bianca's gonna win the Rumble. That's probably like my one prediction. Like, I don't really, I, I really can't picture what's gonna happen. Um, but what I would like to see, I would like to see uh, one of our former peasant of the weeks, you niggas. I would like to see y'all uh, find some other interest other than wrestling in the year 2022. <laughs> I feel like wrestling consumes too much of you guys' lives. 
uh, it's all you guys talk about. It really consumes a lot of your life. And I don't think it's healthy. Personally, I'm concerned. Um, unfollowing you niggas is the best thing for me for wrestling. And and un- unfollowing it, it don't it don't really do the justice because like if you own social media, which I am, which Reek is, Malik don't really be on social media. But on social media, you can't really hide from it as much as you want to. Uh, I want you yeah. niggas to get a life. Uh, <laughs> I want you niggas to to find some women in your life. Uh, you know, women who I, I feel voluntarily and mutually feel the same way. Yeah, uh, pipe in some bitches. You'll talk about, uh, oh, they piped in cheers for Becky Lynch. Pipe in some bitches. Figuratively and literally, because it's it's, it's all bad. It's, 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 it's get off the internet, yo. Come on, man. Let's do better, yo. I would like Every, to see everybody's not a booker, too, by the way. Yes. No, you guys, you guys suck at fantasy booking. Your fantasy booking is not that good. You, you guys have terrible things. I've seen I saw something so egregious that I actually forgot about it because it was that bad. Like I tried to remember it, but it was it was I was cringing. I was like, this sounds awful. It it involved Johnny Gargano. Uh, and I cannot remember for the life of me. Like it. If somebody fantasy booked Johnny Gargano in either WWE on the main roster or AEW, it was that bad. I completely men in blacked it out of my mind. I want y'all to just find something better to do because I'm tired of seeing takes. I'm tired of seeing the hot takes. I want y'all to get some real life experience outside of watching wrestling because this is not healthy and it's not healthy to be on the internet. You guys out here attacking wrestlers when they come to your town. It's ridiculous. So do better. Uh, oh, I got that? one more small one. One yeah. small one. This is a little, little brief, nothing crazy. I just, I, I need, I desperately need in 2022 COVID to step your game up and eliminate <laughs> the wrestling observer from the face of the planet. Can we do that? Can we do that? It's wrestling related. I just, I need, I need, I need it to happen. Please and thank you. Hashtag COVID slapping. Yeah. Big slacking. Hey, hey, we, watch, we out watch how watch how less toxic the IWC gets if that happens. Just, oh yeah, just throwing it out there. They they are the main pushers of the toxicity. Yeah, toxicity. I think is how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> they are the 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 main catalyst of that. They drive the narratives, and it's part of the reason. Hashtag you niggas have no life. Yeah. It's because you, you you pay this man $13 a month to hear him make up some shit that sounds good to you. What sense does that make, bro? How do you do that? How do you pay money for that shit? $13. <laughs> oh, people pay money to see what they talk about? Yeah, right. Like, I didn't even people, know this. People pay money to see this man t- talk. Lie. But then he tweets. They pay this man thirteen dollars. They pay this man thirteen dollars a month. Monthly. Probably not their own money. They, you know, they, they living with their mama still. Probably a lot of these wrestling fans live with their mom. Probably using their mama money, but that's neither here nor there. Thirteen dollars of United States currency of yen. Cause you know he likes Japan of yen 
of euros, of pesos, $13 equivalent US dollars paid to this man on a monthly basis for him to lie, to, to read this man's incoherent sentences written out. This man has terrible English. He has terrible grammar. It's very hard for me to read when I see the things for free. I'm gonna get to that in a second. I see the things for free and I can't read it. I see this man tweet. I have to scan over his tweets like five times to understand what he said because he has terrible English. But people pay $13 a month. It used to be $12. He he rose the price up like a few months ago, a dollar. So it used to be $12 and now they pay 13. So you're paying extra $12 a year to to see this man's incoherent sentences, to, to hear this man's incoherent rambling. On, on the podcast and they hear this man and they read about this man lying about things going on and, and building his own narratives because he is the de facto PR agent for one of our, our favorite wrestling companies out there. That's all that is. And, and granted, like you said, he tweets out the information and other websites also just report the information that he talked about anyway, like an hour after he posted. So why are y'all paying, bro? Maybe stop. I feel like we need to not 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 cancel the man. Don't cancel him. Cancel his subscription. And in turn, he will cancel himself. Rant over. I did two rants today. Uh, that's what I like to see. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we, we have kept you guys for so long. Uh, I want to say I hope y'all had a happy holiday. Uh, it's the first day of Kwanzaa. If y'all celebrate that, uh, Hanukkah, and uh, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Plug y'all socials, man. Somebody. If, if any of y'all out there spend $13 a month for that garbage, just go back over what I said before and add yourself to that list. Anyway, y'all can find me at recavic 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, also, go check out the Havoc Hour on all the streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, as well as YouTube for the video version. Uh, I'm going to try and get a year-end episode out for that as well. Uh, nothing fancy, just a little, you know, recap of what's been going on over the year. But a uh, bunch of content up already so far for the year, so go check that out. Uh let me and, get on there uh, and talk about how the Lakers paying Russell Westbrook $44 oh, million dollars voluntarily yeah. for the, this man to miss five layups and, and just never mind. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to talk about that yet. So I, I will I will be reaching out to you Lakers fans to discuss what the <laughs> hell going on over there in L.A. But yeah, go check it out. <laughs> Malik. Follow me at Malik.LV on Instagram. Um, Malik SYP on, on Twitter. Don't really use Twitter because of what you niggas. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and, and on top of the fact, I just don't have time and I forget. Um, but anyway, yeah, follow me on Instagram, link.lv, and yeah, more to come. Yeah, man, y'all can follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine or at photo 702 I got a photography page. I got the, the regular page that's not really used. I haven't, I can't, can't recall the last time I posted on there. My last picture on my personal Instagram, Malik took it, so that's why I, I like to showcase Malik's work oh. at the top of my feed for Thank eternity. You, uh, but y'all can <laughs> check out some of my photography work at FOI Photo 702. I'm trying to get some more stuff on there. Follow me on Twitter at TC Fontaine. Follow Young Kings Wrestling at YK Wrestling everywhere except Instagram. Y'all know why. 
Y'all can't follow us at YK Wrestling on Instagram, but you can follow us on Instagram at YK Wrestling underscore. Uh, it's been almost a year. I think I should maybe start using that a lot more than I do. And maybe uh, we can get our, our reach back up to the levels for which it was, even though wrestlers don't follow us no more. I mean, the wrestlers we know follow us, but the wrestlers we did not know do not follow us anymore. No more Trish Stratus. No more Karrion Cross. No more. Who oh. else follows? Chris Bay follows. Let's end on a positive note. Let's end on a high note. So we're going to end on a positive note. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I got one more thing. It's not, it's not a positive note at all. Uh, R.I.P. Brody. R.I.P. Brody Lee. Uh, yes, it's, it's, been, it's been a year since uh, Brody Lee uh, tragically passed. Uh, and uh, Hangman Page is now the AEW champion. Somehow that ties in together. It doesn't, but somehow it does. Um, they they tried to force it on us, but yeah. Shout out to Brody. <laughs> I might go watch some. I might go watch uh, Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler. Because that was probably my favorite uh, Brody Lee match. Slash, I might go watch and watch Cody too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch both of them tonight. That's on my playlist. That's the high note we end on. We talk about Cody Rose getting washed by Brody Lee last year. <laughs> that is the high note we end on. And for 2021, uh, I'm gonna find a soundbite that describes how I feel about 2021. I'm wearing all black because it's a 2021 funeral. We we out of here, man. Uh, so give me a second. I, I will. Any dead noise on here, I will edit out <laughs> <laughs> until I find how I feel about. Oh, here we go. I got it. Malik wanted to hear this a lot more. This is how I feel about Mister 2021. This is broke ass bitch ass nigga. It's over. It's over. 2021. Actually, 20, pan, the pandemic is still going. Don't you get tired of this shit? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I would like to see that in officially. Yeah, for real. In 2022. In but the not middle before. of the pandemic. Come on. But not before it destroys the Wrestling Observer completely. Yeah. And any of y'all that spent $13 a month for it. I'm going to need that, uh, that Omarion. I think, I think, I think they're going already. You spent $13 on anything. Right. Like yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh. Uh, oh shit! Please retire. Melser. <laughs> we out of here, man. Go. Go. Go.